Okay, we're gonna we're trying an experiment today. <laughs> Picture this, uh, viewer, listeners. We are on the I guess the, one of the highest points in our yard. There's a little a terrace, a little terraced hill um, that overlooks the rest of the yard. Where I think we've talked about our hippie hot tub that we put in. Yeah, we're standing next to our hippie hot tub. The sun is uh, setting, setting in the sky. The swishes of sherbet gelato in the clouds. I would say like uh, <laughs> cotton candy. It's like blue and pink cotton candy. Or sherbet gelato. Or sherbet gelato. Sherbet gelato cotton candy. And there's a Cheshire moon looking down Where's at the us. moon? Oh, It's a Cheshire yeah. moon, too. It's like perfectly it's upside a, down. Yeah, it's a crescent, but like smiley face style. Smiling at us. Store guns safely save lives on the billboard in the yard. <laughs> <laughs> the girls have gone up to roost for the evening, and we are about to try one of our homemade bath bombs. Yeah, the first time we've tried it, and we're going to also do this podcast from our hippie hot tub. So come should we, up. Should we get in first? So come join us. Yeah, come on in. Come on in, water's fine. Are you getting in first? I'll get in first. Get a little. Splash, splash. Splish, splash. I'm afraid it's going to be a little hot on my feet. I'm not going to lie. So Genevieve's putting in a little rag because the towel, towel rag. It's a <laughs> the, rag. <laughs> the, uh, the there are the hot coals hot. right underneath our clawfoot. But the water temperature is it nice? Good. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, that's pleasant. Yeah, not too hot. Genevieve's in. I'm coming in too. That might be too loud on the mic. I feel like I feel like maybe the water level's a little low. I think it's okay. It's okay? All yeah. right. We're just going to watch the sunset in here. And then what do we have in this bath bomb? This is uh, um, our first homemade. Our first homemade bath bomb. It's got calendula from our garden. Yep. We can see the cal- well, we can see where the calendula was. Was at one point. Uh, we've got uh, Epsom salt. Lavender there, oil. Lavender oil and citric acid. And baking soda, right? Yeah. I think that's how you make it? I think them? so. All right. Here, get down here. Here we go. Here. Get closer, I think. Here this is. Nice. So now you've joined us in the bathtub, <laughs> viewers. Our first listeners. bath bomb. It's hard for me to c- conceptualize. And only our. Look how pretty the calendula is. Yeah. Coming off. This is little, our first time putting this in here. That's little really petals, cool. and they're like golden. They're like colored. little threads, kind of. They're kind of like saffron threads. Mmm. But yellow. Like. Saffron's red. Saffron is more red, yeah. yeah. But it dyes things yellow. So what are we what are we I'm catching just, up on in our little tub time? We're just yakking here and try not to drop the mic into the water. <laughs> you could oh yeah you have beer. Are yeah. you gonna be able to get that? You want me to get it? No, I can reach it. We also are drinking um, the last of a beer. My buddy Dylan <clears throat> uh, left us with last time he was in town. I'm gonna put my legs so. out. Yeah, what kind of beer is it? Uh, I can't remember. It's some he was I think he was experimenting with making like a dark lager oh. um, or a black lager. That's pretty good, I think. Under my butt. Okay. Tell me what you think. Now that's a Monday night. <laughs> <laughs> Monday, Is but our, my our Sunday, sa- my Saturday, because I work yeah. Sunday. Yeah. I mean, it's my also maybe weekend. Ish. But I shouldn't incriminate myself about my work schedule this week. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
So yeah, what um, uh, what's been new? What what, what did we do last time we were on here? Um, I can't fully remember, but hang on, this probably hear that LAPD fucking helicopter going by us. Yeah, and this and the sound quality might not be as clean as what we do this inside, but we're yeah. just gonna make we're it a short one. We're fucking around and finding out. Fucking around and finding out. Oh, I guess we could. We we had a little gathering in our yard recently. Yeah. That was nice. It's been, it was our first gathering since pre-pandemic, or since, since early pandemic, because we had birthday parties back here. Yeah. But that But was, those were all very early. Yeah, and we were all, like, literally trying to stay six feet apart with masks outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which was, a uh, which was different, but it was nice to see people a little more freely, like, two Sundays ago, two weeks ago, maybe, um, I made deviled eggs. Like a, from the chickens? From the chickens, because we had a surplus of, like, over two dozen eggs. Yeah. Mm. And it happened to be... Do you want me to hold it? Sure. And it happened to be Equinox that day. Spring Equinox. Spring Equinox. So, incidentally, we threw an egg party on the, on the Equinox, which was really nice. Kind of went perfectly. Yeah. Saw lots of friends we haven't seen in a while. Frolicked a bit. Frolicked a bit. I might have gotten a little drunk. Mimi got drunk. But in a cute way this time. <laughs> this time. I wouldn't say most of the times you get drunk is it, like, bad. No, but there have been times where I drink. I can't. There's a certain threshold I hit when I drink where I just think, what could go wrong? This is going so well. Wine, more wine can only improve this situation. <laughs> And that's when things... You hit a threshold uh, where it's not good anymore. <laughs> where, yeah, my emotions maybe are more powerful than my reason. And usually they're not related to anything reasonable. Yeah. I would say. Yeah, that's a good... It's a good... It's a good thing to be aware of. Like, your... Yeah. I think I've improved, actually, levels in the last and, few years. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just being like, yep, you really have to know, even when you are a little tipsy, know to, like... Where your limits are. To reel it in. When it's oh, time that? to... So oh, some kind of bird. bird. It's a, um, a northern mockingbird. Yeah. I feel like I've... I've... I mean, I've told you before, I've definitely had my f- issues with drinking, I think. Yeah. Early on, for those of you who don't know, like I was homeschooled, and um, so I don't, I'm not that great with like social skills and yes. ma- well, making you friends. You are, but you've, lear- you've learned. I've to learned, be- yeah. yeah. When I was younger, it was a lot more difficult for me. So I think I, <clears throat> when I first started going to regular school, uh, some of the ways that I found I got a lot of attention or was able to connect with people were through. Uh, partying (laughs) well that's one of the ways partying and sports um so uh yeah drinking uh i I definitely definitely (laughs) had some um drinking problems uh when i was younger also like i was doing that to like matt or to self soothe or self medicate with a lot of Mm. pain i had as a as a younger person too and got to a point where I was like, wow, I'm not doing okay. And Yeah, and I actually, <clears throat> you'd only told me this recently, and I was sort of surprised you never told me that you took I a break. I have told you that. I feel like you didn't tell me how, how long of a break you oh, took. Oh, yeah. So I mean, you took yeah, like a I, year or something? No, it was like a little over half a year. But mm-hmm. yeah, I completely quit drinking because um, I had a 
moment where I like woke up in my bed and with all my clothes on and had no idea how I got home and looked out the window. My car was like parked like 90 degrees the wrong way (laughs) that you're supposed to park in the driveway. And I was like, fuck, I'm going to hurt somebody or hurt myself. And yeah, this is not good. So I, I quit drinking and then found a way to drink more reasonably yeah i mean i think i wasn't i mean i yeah i never really got to that point again but i think i still probably had ebbs and flows of like having kind of an unhealthy relationship with alcohol but yeah i think yeah as as i've gotten older it's definitely not as much of an issue um and more kind of more aware of myself and my triggers or having better kind of coping mm-hmm. strategies for mm-hmm. when in the past I would turn to like yeah altering my consciousness as a way of escaping or yeah dealing dealing with things that I didn't know how to deal with in any other way I guess mm. so yeah <laughs> well, that's our after school special yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, going back to the party. Thanks for anyone who's listening came. It's so nice to see people. And I think we need to like gear up for another naked party one day soon. Yeah. Especially now that we have this hot tub, but uh, the question is no. like how much bath water can people share? <laughs> I don't think it's a good well, not with tra- alcohol, no. I don't think it's a good attraction for a naked party cuz there's yeah. always already maintaining like the, the right fire oh. no. and, the, and the right people yeah the, the right people the yeah. fire cr- like crowd control because inevitably someone's gonna invite someone that yeah. fucking doesn't get it and did we talk about weird. that on our other podcast like people uh we've had two, only two naked parties so far we would yeah. have had more but these last two years have been weird um was it the second one or the first it was the first one yeah I think if you've listened to our podcast, I'm sure we talked about it. But there was one person who's uh, an old friend of mine who brought their current partner who I hadn't met. Well, not their current partner anymore, but their partner at the time. The partner at the time, and he had it in his mind that naked party meant orgy, even though we explicitly we explicitly said on our invite, this is not a a sex party, like. If people want to hook up, that's fine, but do not come here expecting it to get freaky. Right. Yeah, that's the expectation. It's a it's a nat- naturalist nudist. Body yeah. The point nudist. is more like, let's have fun with each other without clothes on and and normalize that. Basically. Normalize, yeah, because we're nudists and we like being able to have a safe space for our friends who want to maybe experiment with that or are nudists themselves. Yeah have like yeah a fun experience just hanging out with people so he this partner of my friend had apparently hit on somebody and then she got mad at the person he hit on i didn't we weren't there to witness it but this is what we heard secondhand so it was a whole finding the right balance of people dude you can't you can't do that and we specifically said well and i guess (laughs) you you know that's also it becomes a thing of like that friend is not someone i would invite to a naked party again because they obviously didn't get the memo as explicit as you can try to be and this is probably goes for like any kink event any sex party anything like that as explicit as you can try to be shit always happens yeah yeah you know what i mean um you can try to be as careful as you can as the like organizers but you know if 
some people don't get it, they don't get it, or they are in a headspace where they're not able to abide by those parameters or whatever. There's a million things that can happen. But, you know, I've always wanted to, we've always talked about having a kink party, too. And I've, Yeah. We've always wanted to throw an eco-fetish kink party, kind of like an immersive installation-style one with mm-hmm. different stations and things. We thought about doing it in our backyard. Um, we've had the opportunity to do it in a gallery space so far. I feel like we've talked about that before. Yeah. And yeah, but I always wonder like in some ways I'm like, man, it does seem like it's, it's, it's not the work of throwing an event. It's the specific work of like setting the parameters for the safest event possible and being responsible for what goes on at that event. Yeah. It's it's a big responsibility. Yeah. You know, But hopefully we'll, we will be able to do that eventually. I think with even more, like, support would probably make it easier. Yeah. Unless we decide to do a small one. Here. Yeah. I mean, I think do it... It it wouldn't hurt to do a small one, at least. Yeah. So we're like, okay, we know what we're getting into. These are... You're going to learn. Some stuff. things we've learned. Yeah. These are some things we'd like to do better. Or, yeah. <clears throat> oh, the sunset's gone. Yeah. Just, just like that. But we hit it. We hit we it hit right it. at the right time. <laughs> That was a mad dash when the temperature of the water was exactly correct as the sun was setting. The bottom's not Is not it too hot. It? Mm, not quite burning. I like moving, shifting just a little bit. I mean, uh, I keep. I like to keep mine like kind of floating up above. Above. Oh, uh, okay. And the little towel diffuses it to some extent. I feel like our neighbors are coming down. Oh well, if they come down, they come down. <laughs> There's a, a house um, directly behind us on the hill that kind of there. I don't know. I, I want to say it's a kitchen window. Kind of looks yeah. right out um, onto our yard. And for half the year, there's like privacy tree. Basically, is it recording? Please don't tell. Yeah, me. it's recording. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Is it moving? I think it's so loud out here, it's kind of clipping, but um, the timer's going. Yeah. So hopefully this audio is not fully ruined, but we're outside and there's a lot of noise happening, so. But yeah, our, our yard is private for at, le- at least like nine months of the year, and then in the winter the leaves fall off the trees and it's... A little more open. A little more open, but we've never caught them peeping, so. I've caught them peeping, oh. yeah. <laughs> since, since I lived here? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they've definitely, like when we've had fires down in the fire pit i've definitely mm. seen them looking out of that window especially, I mean, especially sometimes genevieve likes to throw like a lot of br- kind of like <laughs> when we pull up like um when we pull up like bushes or something or trees that um we don't want growing in a section of the yard and they dry out genevieve loves to toss like a big a handful big of them on the fire and then we get like 10 foot flames and they and they were definitely beautiful <laughs> They were definitely looking out at one of those moments when we've got like, it's like, it's like an epic bonfire like status. Yeah. Fire. Fire. <laughs> okay, so I like fire, Kay. It's okay. I feel like it's I feel like having a little bit of a pyrotechnic tendency is that the right word? Tendency. Yeah, pyro tendencies is pretty normal. Uh, can I tell you about this drink at my new job? Maybe we can talk sure. about our new jobs briefly if we feel like it. That one of the drinks I have to like use a torch Ooh. to like sm- it's like basically like an old fashioned and then I smoke it with like a little wood chip burner thing that oh, goes cool. on top. The bartender doesn't do this. I have to do it and wow. it, it sucks. <laughs> like because they don't they pack the 
all but one bartender packs the bowl too tight so mm. no air can get through so you're sitting there like burning your finger torching this drink in front yeah. of the customers and then like bits of it are flying oh up. you have to do it, you have at, to the do table. it at their table wow. it's a flare drink it's really annoying it only works if you like take out all the shavings when the bartender's not looking so, like, <laughs> none of them will like take the advice to not pack it so tight like bro bro it's too much it is the only it's the woman bartender she's the only one who's like listens and is like yeah this is how you do it right i wish everyone would do it yeah girl you and me both (laughs) (laughs) but anyway um yeah some some one of my tables was like are you a pyro i'm a pyro they wanted to get into pyro talk (laughs) let's talk about fire yeah it was like you know honestly i am but doing it at work is like not my happy place for pyrotechnics (laughs) i'm not trying to play with fire while on the job so should we talk about our new jobs or is that boring because we both <sighs> i don't know them. yeah <laughs> we both don't like our new jobs so maybe that's just too much of a bitch fest yeah we don't have to long story short we have quote-unquote cute little jobs at sweet little restaurants and it sucks <laughs> so we're looking for other things I'm trying to get into the social media management space. Yeah, I'm excited a, for you. I don't necessarily want a big girl job, but I guess I'm also ready to make a change from service work, especially if service work is not going to be as lucrative as it was before the pandemic, which the first two jobs I got serving out of the, well, in the pandemic that we're still in mm-hmm. have both not been... Uh, good tips but like the tips are shared so it's just not the kind of money that i'm accustomed to mm-hmm. and that, that is the money that made service work bearable <laughs> the only thing that made it tolerable and so without that money being available i definitely need to like look for something at least novel yeah so if anyone's listening knows of any social media jobs <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i'm pretty good at it have you ever had like a full-time job before no, and remember, uh, Big A Ice Cream offered me a full-time, oh, yeah, all-benefit. Yeah, yeah. What do you want? Full-time, part-time? They were going to give me anything I wanted, basically. And I, I struggled with it because I really liked, I like loved them as friends and as bosses, and I love their company, and it would have been good money. And I said no because I am allergic to big girl jobs, just <laughs> like you're maybe a little allergic to that, too. Yeah, I didn't know until I, I've only had one. It was like a... It was doing something that was really fun that I really like. Like, it was an adventure guide. But, yeah, when they... Uh, my my boss, like, convinced me to, like, come on full-time. I was like, okay, this won't be so bad. And it was, like, a salary position. Like, my hours were so ridiculous, and I wasn't getting paid hardly anything. It was mm. awful. I had, like, a stress, like, breakdown mm. and, like, had to go home. Which is not like you. No, I like, don't. Because you avoid that kind of situation, I think. Which is, like... But I feel like I, I feel like health. I normally deal with stress very well, but it was, mm. it was crazy. Like, I would work super-duper long hours. Like, when I would go out on trips, I'd be, you know, you're, when you're out on a trip, it's, it's, like... People think it's like, oh, yeah, you're just out camping or kayaking, but you're working from, like, the time you wake up, you have to, like, prep breakfast for people and 
blah 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 make sure people don't kill themselves yeah. and like you're working until like whatever time you go to bed yeah. like there's a lot of fun parts to it yes but it's also like really long you're in the middle of the night aren't you like yeah the kid needs something in the kid needs something in the middle of the night or an adult or someone gets hurt or sick yeah. and it's like you're always like on yeah and so i wasn't i was doing those trips i was planning those trips i was shopping shopping for those trips i was maintaining a fleet of like 50 bicycles and like all the other gear climbing gear uh we didn't have snowboarding gear but we rented that stuff but like yeah all the all the fucking outdoor gear like i was in charge of like wilderness therapy not adventure nah no this is the adventure place not wilderness therapy um so yeah maintaining all the gear buying new gear like working out deals with vendors and shit and it was just it was not worth so it. much and i wasn't getting paid shit yeah. <laughs> and it was like salary too so it would have yeah. been better if i was making an hourly things i've been making bank because i was working so fucking much yeah, so i mean but, yeah i don't think i've ever had a salary job and i could see it being really cool if it was a paper pushing like or if it just yeah if it it's something where the time works out in your favor yeah but i feel like oftentimes salary jobs do not yeah depending on the i mean i'm sure there are many salary jobs that are bullshit jobs you know Mm -hmm. office jobs and stuff like that other kinds of jobs but But i mean you could i mean you could have an office job where it's like something finance where you're like yeah fucking working a lot or you know yeah. book bookkeeping where sure. it's just like unending work sure i'm sure it's all across the spectrum yeah i've only known way that wage labor i mean i guess when i worked ice cream truck it was commission pure commission with a hundred dollar a day guarantee if you didn't sell any ice cream oh nice but that was looking back on that now having worked <laughs> food service <laughs> and like being a server specifically in a major city i was like fuck why didn't i know i could have just worked at a restaurant Mm-hmm. And made the same amount of money for half the hours because I was working twelve-hour days, Oof. hoping to make a thousand dollars in sales and take home two hundred dollars of that twenty percent cut. Once I was working for a different company, it was I took like a thirty. I just I gave myself a thirty percent raise for a thirty percent cut one day. <laughs> <laughs> the bosses couldn't do anything about it. They didn't want to be down a trucker, so you give yourself a raise. They always kind of like assumed people stole cash, which I never did, which I obviously should have been doing. <laughs> um, bless my soul, but what a mistake. Anyway, I should have just been working as a server because you can, you know, also make $200 in a six hour shift or a seven hour shift. Yeah. Easily, so that's okay. It was an adventure of a job. That's what life's about. I All the little I, I, adventures that yeah. spice up your life. <laughs> I, I honestly wouldn't trade it as psychotic as it was. But, yeah, <sighs> hopefully we'll figure it out. Yeah. You have an interview for a little a place you're more excited about tomorrow? Yeah, definitely. I sent out some applications for some pretty cute little... We, yeah. have, we have a little fantasy we can tell you about. <laughs> I applied for a six-figure uh, social media-related job, and our fantasy is that Tembo will be... I can be kept. He wants to be kept so badly <laughs> while I make my six figures. Uh, well, I mean, if you did get it, I would probably still work, though. You'd work for your pocket change, like we talked about, so you could buy your bike and, and things like that. And, and little handbags. And, and you'd stuff. buy me a Porsche? 
I don't think we need a Porsche. I don't think you want a Porsche. That doesn't. You want like a if I'm kept, Overland Explorer. If I'm kept, I want a Porsche. Come on, <laughs> a Porsche is gonna cost like what those six figures are. <laughs> Rude. It doesn't. It doesn't He's have to be, be brand new. Used. Oh, this my my old my old man's. You know what? What do they say? The old ladies taking my money. I don't know. What do people say about kept women? I don't know. <laughs> But yes, honey, that would be so nice to give you a break in this life. Even if I only did it for a year. That would still work, though. Yeah. But. Not as hard? Mm, I don't know, probably. Babe. I'm expanding my craft. That's true. <laughs> like, bartending informs my beer making, my wine making. Yes. You actually enjoy your job as long as it's at a good place. Yeah, as long as the environment's <clears throat> chill. Yeah. I don't really love serving I'm people. I'm not that mad at it. I mean, it's like anything. It's got its ups and downs, but I'm very interested in the craft of bartending. So mm. I'm sure at some point I will get bored of it, because that's just how I am. <laughs> I'm sure. But right now I'm enjoying mastering it or and whatever. And you're so good at it. And or whatever. And or what has. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Do you should think we, we should end go? this? Yeah. yeah. So we can enjoy the bath a little more. Yes. Thanks, Thanks for joining us yeah. in our tubby. Uh, splish, splash, splish, splash. Splish, splash. Till <laughs> next time. We'll catch you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to Cosmic Halitosis. If you have questions or comments or want to yell something at us, email us at cosmic with a K, halitosis, cosmichalitosis at gmail.com. Please subscribe and like the podcast. And you can follow us on our personal Instagram accounts. I am Gorgeous Taps. And Temba is Tembizzle. T-E-M-B-I-Z-Z-L-E. Thanks for listening.